What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sounds About Right. I'm your host, as always. Um, I wanted to switch it up. You know, I wanted to switch it up and do something a little bit differently. A lot of y'all have emailed me um, different things that have been going on, and y'all have been like, yo, what's your, what's your take? Yo, bro, you know, and I'll be honest with you. First, I didn't want to say anything, but some of these topics look actually pretty funny. So... I think this will be the first, this will be the inaugural episode of What the Funk Fridays. I think, I think every, every Friday I might, I might have an episode where I just talk about the shit that's going on that is kind of head turning and like, what? You know? So I, th- I think this will be the one. I, I think this will be the first episode we do where we kind of just talk about the things that other people ain't talking about. So, without further ado, let's jump into this episode. So, first up on What the Funk Fridays. Um, so, if you guys aren't really familiar, like, Florida has a really big problem with, like, snakes, right? They have a really huge invasive species population going on. It's a huge pest, right? It's like in the Everglades and all that, it's a huge pest. So what Florida has decided to do is they've, they have essentially decided to hire a snitch. And I know what you're thinking. Well, how, like, what, are you, what are you talking about? So Florida has, for the past six years, they've used a snake to basically go into these different Everglade parts and all this stuff like that. They've used this snake to go and impregnate other snakes and then they find him and then they kill the other snakes. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but it wouldn't be Florida if you didn't have shit like that going on. Um, what's funny about it is um, they talk about how like he has helped to clear over 45,000 acres of Everglades just by going ahead and impregnating other snakes and then they track him down and then they're able to do what they do. Um, Sidebar, it's amazing how they're able to find, you know, the time to do this, but they can't find a time to, you know, control the, you know, coronavirus spread. I'm just saying that's, you know, find it kind of interesting how they're able to, you know, put all these things in the in the place to stop a bunch of snakes but when you tell somebody to put on a mask totally totally different thing it's it's amazing um you know what the funk what the funk next up on our what the funk what the fuck whatever you want to call it um yesterday night it was revealed so if you guys are following sports at all, you know that the NBA is ramping up their, um, what they're calling the NBA restart down in Orlando, Florida. Um, teams are basically required to you know, be in hotel rooms, blah, blah, blah. You can look into the details of that. But one of the more notable athletes um, for the Houston Rockets, James Harden, um, he hasn't been there for the past couple of days, right? And there was there's speculations about, oh, he might have been con- contracted it, da 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 So he shows up, 
and he is wearing a face mask now you know i i love i love people that are good at you know at good at twitter fingers and all that they found out that the mask he was wearing is a mask worn by law enforcement and actually the mask itself is an american flag it's like the mask is black with like gray lettering or whatever nonetheless the mask on the far left side has one singular line on the american flag that's blue um it's clear as day you can you can pick it out of a hat you know what it is so james harden goes on the record and says i just thought it was cool really motherfucker really with everything going on you just thought it was cool you know you just went into walmart bought a mask didn't really think much of it you know and 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 i i want to believe him but then i'm just like nah because bruh I mean, you ain't got nobody around you that's like, yo, man. I don't think you should. I don't think you should put that on. I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't know if you should do that, man. You know, I, I don't know, man. You know, maybe you should just buy this. You know, you you really want to make a, a a fashion statement with that? You sure you want to buy this mask over here? I don't know. He goes on to say it was just something that covered my whole beard. I thought it looked cool. That was it. Really? Well, <laughs> again. I'm having a hard time believing that because it's 2020. With all the the access we have to social media, with all the access we have to, you know, the internet and things like that, I, I find it hard to believe that you buy something and in the slightest bit of common sense think that I don't know about that. And then to make the statement statement of saying it covered my whole beard i thought it looked cool yeah well you know you could have bought something else to cover your whole beard nobody told you to grow a beard out you know maybe it's about time that you shave that thing off anyway okay you know and he he's been getting a lot of flack he's been catching a lot of flack for it um it's just what else can you say what the fuck um Another interesting what what the fuck um, is that Toronto has issued a hate crime against a group of people that went to a well-known monument that is commemorating Nazis. Yes, I said that right. There's a monument in... <laughs> Yo, I really can't make this shit up. There... <laughs> There's a monument in Canada that <laughs> that commemorates Nazis. Okay, it's it's a it's a monument, and you know with the recent protest and with everything that's been going on, um, you see why people would want something like this taken down. So basically what was found was that this monument had been basically, you know, vandalized. They they basically put signs on it that says, you know, this is a Nazi monument, blah, blah, blah. So the 
federal government, or I don't know what they have up there, but they they have called it a hate crime. Um, I don't know what's worse, the fact that they labeled this a hate crime, or the fact that they have a monument that's actually commemorating and celebrating Nazis. Like I, I thought we moved on past that. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, <laughs> guess not. But this is real. This is a real thing. They literally have labeled this a hate crime, and it's just one of those head scratchers because it's like we all know that Nazis were bad. So who in their right mind is still saying Nazis were good? And then it's like, so we just gonna we just, we just gonna label it as a hate crime, you know, forget everything else that's going on in the world, we just, we're doing all this, um, yeah, so that's, it's pretty bad, I, it's still something I'm trying to research, it's still something I'm trying to, you know, get the, the details about, but this is, this is real, this is a real thing, this, this is actually something that happened, and is happening, um, yeah, I don't, I don't. <laughs> who boy, this, you can't make this up. You really can't make this up. Um, what the fuck, what the fuck? So, recently, with everything going on with coronavirus, um, we've seen the White House kind of move farther and farther away from the truth. Uh, we've seen them basically tell the CDC, hey, listen, like, anything you find about coronavirus, you send it to us. Don't send it and don't post it, you know, it's whatever. And so yesterday, the press secretary for the White House um, on live TV said that, um, and I quote, she said that we will continue to push forward with reopening of our schools and science should not stand in the way. Well, two things happened that or a head-scratcher, that, and then she goes on Twitter to basically say that's not what she said, and that the media will try to do anything to try to, you know, put words in her mouth. Yeah, that would work if, you know, um, it wasn't on live TV, and you didn't actually say it. That, would, that excuse would have worked, but it doesn't. <laughs> and if you go on her Twitter page... Um, she actually, she's actually, like, defending this. Like, she, she's standing on this belief that she did not say that. Great. I think what you meant to say was, I really meant to say this, but I slipped up and said that. But you didn't. You said this on national TV, and then you're trying to walk it back and blame someone else. I don't know what's going on in that White House. 2020 is turning into an episode of Altered Carbon mixed with Jumanji. And at this rate, on New Year's Eve, don't none of y'all better scream Happy New Year. Y'all better scream Jumanji so we can get out of this damn game. Because I'm about tired of this. At, at this point, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Um, but again, another what, head scratcher, another what the fuck moment. Because she said this <laughs> on live TV. Like, it ain't like she, has, she said it behind closed doors and then somebody wrote this article. And then, you said this, sis. 
You you said this on live TV. Like that's like me. <laughs> that's that's like that's like me saying on the phone with somebody. Hey, listen. I'm not showing up to that party because fuck them. And then the people that I'm saying I don't want to show up to the party because of hear me. And then I say, I ain't say that. The damn phone. You know technology these days. The damn phone. But no, sis, you said it. You said it. Oh, my gosh. That matters. That's something else. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to jump into some more juicy stuff. Um... Some things that I find funny, and yeah, this is this is this is what the fuck Friday. I can't make any of this up, so we'll be right back. So, what the fuck, right? <laughs> All right, so let's just get right back into it. Um, I, I want to say it was a couple days ago. Um, Keisha Lance Bottoms, who's the mayor of Atlanta, she was like, "Hey, listen." getting out of hand down here y'all ninjas is crazy y'all gotta wear a mask right and then it came out that the governor did a bunch of stuff pushed back openings of some things but he was like but i'm not mandating that people have to wear masks in public and then miss bottoms came back and was like oh no y'all y'all wearing masks around here you know and then the governor of Atlanta was like, oh, okay, we're doing that. Take this here lawsuit. And so now, as it stands, he has officially sued the mayor of Atlanta over a mask mandate. And he's basically saying that, you know, you can't do that. Well, child, child, Keisha came with the receipts, child. She said, oh, no, not today. They, if you follow her on Twitter... <laughs> If you follow this girl on Twitter, she has gone back and forth with this man since yesterday. She said, <laughs> oh, man, she says that, first and foremost, um, 33,104 Georgians have died in I and my family are amongst the 106,000 who have tested positive for COVID-19. Meanwhile, I have been sued by Governor Kemp for a mask mandate. A better, use, a better use of taxpayer money would be to expand testing and contact tracing. And she then goes on to post the complaint, which basically says um, that the Honorable Keisha Lance Bottoms, da, 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 that she's being sued, right? Then... Sis said, oh, oh, I ain't finished. Oh, oh, I ain't finished. So then she says, reading is fundamental. Governor Kemp is suing Atlanta over recommended guidelines. And sis came with the receipts. Sis said, you can go on atlantastrong.org and find all these things at the top of our page. Um, which, if you go on, on atlantastrong.org, it actually does. It says, reopening phase. The Advisory Council on Reopening Atlanta recommended that the mayor supplement the state's reopening criteria with additional voluntary guidelines. These guidelines are organized into phases that reflect federal guidelines and reinforce the principles and goals outlined in the Advisory Council's report. The phases, voluntary guidelines, and metrics to determine when to move between phases are included below. This ain't playing no games. Um, 
what what I find funny about all this is that <laughs> I don't I don't know y'all I really don't know because on one hand I'm just like it's funny but on the other hand I'm just like this ain't funny because this is messy but it's funny because and I don't know much about Governor Kemp because I I don't live in Atlanta so I don't know about you know all that but apparently from what I've heard he he's flip-flopped back and forth numerous times on this one minute he's like you know we need masks to you know to flatten the curve and then he's like we don't need masks and then he's like we need masks everybody should help out and so I'm just like bruh I don't even live there and I'm confused you know what I'm saying like but like I said Mayor Bottom she said oh you gonna learn today you gonna learn today like and sis came through sis came through with the results she was she said oh no I got the receipts right here buddy I got the receipts right and it's just it's sad you know what I'm saying because you don't you don't want things like this to happen, but this is the times we live in. Like we live it, we literally, we literally is involved in some crazy shit right now. Craziness. Um. Another. <laughs> Damn dog, 2020 going out bad. Sheesh. Um, Meg Stallion, Tory Lanez. It was reported that, that, you know, Tory Lanez had been, you know, charged and um, he had been arrested because of a gun that he found. So if you don't know the story, basically it was reported about three days ago that Tory Lanez and Meg Stallion were leaving a party, altercation happened, cops had to be called because they found um, a concealed weapon in the car, they arrested Tory Lanez, right? But after that, things were pretty mum, like you didn't really know. Well then... Then it came out that um, Meg Thee Stallion, she, um, she put out a statement, and let me see if I can find it, because I don't follow her on anything, but she put out a statement, and she basically said in the statement, she was like, look, like, um this is what happened. I was involved with with this. Um you know, and that's that's pretty much that. Like this is what happened, I was involved with this, blah 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 blah. Um and you know, it it, it ran its course, right? But then it came out that Tory, Tory motherfucking legs, Daystar Peterson was the one that, he was the shooter. Now I know they say shoot your shot, but <laughs> he, he took that a little too far. Um, it, it's basically circulating, it's been alleged that 
Meg and her friend tried to leave the vehicle, and upon trying to leave the vehicle, he shot her. Now, I ain't never heard no shit like this in my life. Never. I ain't never. I ain't. Listen, I've heard of people basically being like, you know, overly obsessed with with with, with individuals. I've never heard no shit like this. Like, like, <laughs> like. I, I don't know what's worse. The fact that it's alleged that he shot her or about the fact that the man was listed at 5'3", 150 pounds on his police record. To are you a midget? All that big boy shit you be talking, you a midget. And then got the nerve to shoot somebody. What's wrong with you, Tory? Tory. Tory, what's... What's, what's, damn dog. I, this is a head scratch right? Cause I, like, I'm, I'm really waiting for them to come out and say something. I know Meg came out and put a statement out about the whole situation. Toy hasn't said anything yet. I'm just hoping they clear the air. Cause right now these memes are getting out of hand. I mean, these memes is running rampant, you know, but damn, I really, I really hope that it's not what they saying it is and you know it it really is just case of you know something actually did happen and not that he was so upset that he couldn't hit that he shot in the foot like that's like that scene off of Harlem Nights you shot me in the pinky toe <laughs> like bro what like what was you thinking like damn dog you couldn't just act nicely like you, 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 you. I know you got girls on your top. Say it ain't so, Tony. Say it ain't so. Um, but last but not least, the last thing on what the funk Fridays. So if you're from Philly, you know that there is a really successful businesswoman um, by the name of Dana Chanel. She's um, innovator, you know, she's all these different things. She has a she has an app. Um, she's the founder of like Curl Bible and all these different things. Well, a few days back, it was alleged, not alleged. It was, it was, you know, the receipts were given that she had been involved in a scam, in which she was basically. Um, Found to be taking money and never returning the product. The product. Um, more notably was the fact that, like, what was what was crazy about it was when the story was broken. It was almost like, um, it was almost weird to to be honest with you because like. I'm reading it and I'm like, nah, that can't be true. But then you keep on reading it and you're like, no, bro, this is this is real. This shit is real. Um, and so I'm just gonna read you a little bit of it. So <laughs> it's 
it's pretty substantial. Um, this person says, I've kept quiet about this for so long, but you guys must be careful about what companies you trust. As an entrepreneur, I looked up to her and admired her work ethic. I spent thousands of dollars for a Christian boot camp, and the entire thing was a scam. I'm so heartbroken because I was so excited to finally learn tools to help me be better for myself, my brand, and you guys. They scammed me out of thousands of dollars. I'm devastated, right? Um, and so this, this girl, she goes on to show the receipts. She's, I mean, she shows that she reached out to them and she's emailed them and, you know, all this different stuff, right? So she's alleging that they scammed her out of $5,000. Now, before you say anything, I'm not paying $5,000 for shit. I'm not. If I got to pay $5,000 for a boot camp, you might as well record it and send me the DVD when you finish production because I'm not spending that $5,000. Like, $5,000 for what? Does it... I ain't gonna say that. Like, what, what am what am I spending five thousand dollars for? What is that for? What what is the five thousand dollars going to? Honestly, can you tell me? So she goes on to just you know, she shows like she shows DMs, she showed um, emails that she's sent to different um, like the customer service reps that they have or whatever. So that was about maybe like. A week ago, right? Um, and again, it was a she was, a, it was an alleged accuse accusal, right? So whatever. So then it kind of just like, you know, started to fade away. But then, but then, more people started coming forward with receipts, right? Um, and you know, I mean, it wasn't, and it, and I try to like differentiate the ones that are just you know trolls between the ones that are actually factual and stuff but no it was like it was pages and 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 pages of people that were coming forward and like no yeah she scammed me too no she she did that too whatever so I counted like 40 people is probably more since then but these people came with receipts and they they came with info and they were like no like this really happened so all this is going on right and she hasn't responded yet she hasn't said anything and it's looking kind of fishy because it's like you would expect and at the least someone's throwing dirt on your name you come out with you know hey listen like i'm i'm going to clarify things in a couple of days you know you know please anything i mean shit be simone plagiarized two whole books and she still came out with an excuse it wasn't the best excuse but she had an excuse you know it, you know she gave something for her followers to hold on to for a little bit but <laughs> um so she came out with a response and the response i'm gonna read it in its, in its entirety um she said Sis said, for the last six years, I've built four extraordinary businesses in tech, beauty, and the finance industry, serving thousands of customers and inspiring a nation, all while filming it and actually giving you access to meetings, conflict, family dynamics on how, why, and the passion behind what we do for our people, for you to educate and apply it to your families. With no formal education or experience, just a vision and calling, I've never disqualified myself from creating results. 
I devoted my career to distributing whatever my family learned to be duplicated and even licensed to be profitable for others. Within these six years, I have failed time and time again with process and procedure, customer service and leadership as we elevated to every new level. I've showed you guys that too. Dealing with 10 customers based at home is tremendously different than running a mobile application company with over 10,000 customers. Whoa there, that was shade. <laughs> Dealing with 10 customers based at home is tremendously different than running a mobile application company with over 10,000 customers. Okay, sis, you feel yourself a little bit. You learn as you go, adjust, adapt, and create new ways to cater to your customers and put things in place for mistakes not to happen more than once. I'm extremely proud of what all of my companies have accomplished and what it will accomplish, but that has not come without dissatisfied customers when we're talking about several thousands. It's a part of business. That's inevitable. Specifically in the tech industry, when you're the first... It's grammatic. Grammatic. There's some grammar issues. When you are... She spelled it wrong. When you're the first in your class, there has been so much opposition from Apple and Google companies that resulted us always having to follow behind change and fight with things out of our control. But we've successfully been able to keep up and still provide our amazing service. At the, I'm not going to say the app name, company, we are in a constant strive and take full responsibility to improve our customer service and in no shape or form have taken money from any of our customers and not completed our due diligence. I am unable to speak more about specific individuals due to signing non-disclosure agreements and service contracts with every single one of my customers to protect the integrity of their business and ours. I mandate this in our company and will never allow false statements to further spell wrong, to future customers not to trust our professionalism and privacy. Lack of due diligence on our customers' part Failure of payment or dissatisfaction is not a reason to be called a scam or insinuate we do not do business effectively. Our contracts are short to the point and very clear outlining our obligations, termination, and refund policies. Customer service is our responsibility. Okay, listen. She said all that to say, in a nutshell, that fuck y'all. It's y'all fault as the customers. Y'all should have read the fine print. That's, in a nutshell, what Sis was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I can't make this up. Listen, she wrote all that to say, y'all not getting y'all money back. But what's worse is that at the end, she basically says, listen, if y'all feel like y'all scammed, y'all need to go through the proper channels, file what y'all need to file, and, you know, see us in court and make sure you show up with y'all receipts. And then she put her actual, ad like, she put her actual address. And she goes on to basically... Basically, she goes on to intimidate these people. The <laughs> oh, I, I can't make this up. The problem with all that is this, right? So, regardless of whatever happened, right, the problem still remains that these people feel as though they were they were scammed. You know, five thousand dollars is a lot, and and I was I was reading one of the alleged victims emails that she sent and she literally said you know I don't have the money to put out like this again and that was my last now I don't think she was really I don't I don't know what is what but I I would hope that that $5,000 wasn't her last however you see that all the time you know you see people that are so passionate about their brand that they'll give whatever they have to make it happen right 
and that's commemorable commendable <laughs> um I guess really the problem I have is the fact that she basically is intimidating these people but on top of that she's basically saying I'm not taking ownership for nothing it's the customer's fault y'all need to read what y'all getting yourselves into and while that may be true if it was one customer yes multiple people coming through with receipts that that's a red flag and then it's kind of like okay you're saying all this mumbo jumbo to essentially blame the customers but you haven't said anything that is kind of like all right listen like you know you're gonna take care of this the, the proper way. like even if she were to say listen like you know i understand there are some dissatisfied customers out there blah 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 but you know at this time i like non-disclosure that in of itself was was i thought was kind of funny because she was a she basically was said nuts was i'm not going to tell y'all what companies are are saying that they have a problem with me because of this these agreements that we have signed on one side i respect that but on the other side it's kind of like you know covering your ass because let's say somebody wants to reach out to that company whether that be a lawyer whether that be you know maybe a news outlet wants to reach out to them and if they come through with receipts that comes back on you um and then what i found interesting was that she she has a large following of people but there are so many people that were like automatically ju- like jumping on the bandwagon and it was like yes yeah, it's like you know this ain't nothing but the devil first of all first of all <laughs> i'm about tired of every time someone gets caught up in something the first thing y'all say is that ain't nothing but the devil they trying to bring you down and then when it comes out that they actually were in the wrong y'all don't say nothing y'all nothing now y'all done said all this stuff but it's nothing but the devil and then it turned out to be the truth now what i guess it's nothing but the lord just like come on like we got to do better (laughs) listen i can't make this stuff up and it's messed up because she's standing firm on this you know i don't know what's going to happen um but she is standing firm on it. She's like, listen, like y'all, if y'all, if y'all about that, if y'all about that life, see me in court. Problem with that is she gonna run into somebody that's actually gonna see her in court, and she better make sure she come through with receipts too. Because if they come through with their receipts, it could be an issue. And I'm not saying I know the you know the the justice system and the legal system, but I do know that five thousand dollars is still considered under Pennsylvania law, small claims court. And I do know that in a small claims court in the city of Philadelphia, the fee to file a, a claim is only $130. I think it gets up to like $200, but it, the, the, the base price to file a claim against someone is $130. I know people walk around the streets right now with $130 on them. So if it's really about something, I'm pretty sure these people that want their money back, they'll go through the proper channels. So we'll have to wait and see. But... Yeah, man, I, you know, damn. I, I truly hope that these people can resolve something. Um, I, I hope it doesn't have to go to court and they can just resolve something and she can kind of like, you know, fix this. But, sis, to say it's the customer's fault and they should have, I mean, like I said, on one end I get it, but on another end it's kind of like you're not taking no ownership. I mean, $5,000? You mean to tell me that 40 people had issues with $5,000? Ain't no way. When $2 leaves my account, 
I'm calling my bank just to make sure that money actually made it to where it was supposed to be. 5000 Sheesh. We're going to have to see what's going to happen. But this has been an installment of What the Funk Fridays. I hope you enjoy it. I, send, listen, send some stuff, people. Listen, if nobody's going to talk about it, you know for damn sure I'm going to talk about it. I ain't got no rap. So send them comments, questions, concerns. What's your thoughts about some of the things I talked about? You know, like if you come across anything, you want me to, you know, break it down, read it, kind of talk about it, feel free. Email, IG, Twitter, it's all there for you. But as always, thank you for tuning in. This has been another episode of Sounds About Right.